welcome to the Untied Podcast. Um, and today we're sitting down with uh, Sergio Men- Mendoza. Mendoza. There you go. Uh, there okay. you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I know. I just know him as Sergio Rose Hill. I, that's-, hey, that's 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 good too. That's 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 perfect. All right. So I'm sitting with. Uh, let me take it again. <laughs> Is that edible hitting? It, the edible's kicking in right now. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, it's perfect, but not for this part. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Unpied Podcast. Uh, we're sitting down with uh, Sergio Mendoza, and we are uh, very happy to be sitting down with him and glad he could take the time out of his day. Uh, welcome to the Untied Podcast, Sergio. Thank you for having me, guys. I'm yeah, no glad problem. that I'm finally uh, able to get on this thing, man. Oh, no problem. We, we are we are glad too. So Sergio, backstory of how I know Sergio. Sergio cut my brother's girlfriend's kid's hair and then told my brother, hey, got a cool barber. Go check him out. My brother went and checked out Sergio. And then he was like, hey, I have a cool barber. <laughs> Go check him out. And then by that time, you were just moving into your shop because I got cut by you at the old shop one time. Yeah, once. At, yeah, at, yep. yeah, yeah. And then you went to you went to your new shop now, and then mm-hmm. it's like that's how kind of all this madness started. But then, yeah, you just—I mean, you didn't just open up your spot. How long has that spot been open now? Like, uh, it's been open. So November thirteenth of twenty twenty. So seven months now. Holy crap. Yeah, wow, it's crazy. Seven months. It's yeah. it's 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 gone so fast for real. And I I got on the bandwagon late about it. I like I've only got two haircuts there, but that yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't get haircuts anywhere else. But I started Dude. late. I I just want to say that I just fully send my love towards uh, Rose Hill. But plus they got Thank like the much. dopest shop. Like it's just cool to sit in there and look at all the posters, and it's uh you know. A, us you get last time i was in there you get guys said it was slowly you know coming together piecing it together and it just already looks dope i can't wait to see once you're like all right absolutely no more (laughs) (laughs) i don't don't know if we'll ever get to that point but uh but for now for what it is now i think this is what um this is pretty much it we got the merch we got all the uh the product and uh and I put in some lights and shit, you know, so it's right now we got a third barber there now that's there Thursday, Friday and Saturday. So it's all working pretty good. So everything, how you see it now, well, you know, that's how it's going to look for the most part. But, you know, kind of add a couple skate decks and stuff like that here and there. Some that's art. dope, man. For sure. All right. So, Sergio, I'm curious um, from from being one that worked in just not i guess not your shop for so long to now owning your shop and having it as your baby like is there just a difference in like going to work every day like is yeah there yeah yeah it, there's a huge difference just because like before you're kind of just walking into somebody's somebody's place and now i know the difference between going to work and uh like opening going and opening up your own you know, your own business and stuff. So it's like you open up your own business. You got to make sure everything is good because if you don't make sure everything is good, nobody else is. You have to make sure the doors unlocked for all the little things, you know, like, you know, make sure the plants aren't dead and <laughs> make sure like, you know, we, uh, we keep uh, enough product on the shelves and just like little things like that. But 
yeah, you just got to make sure everything is running, everything is going good, because nobody else is gonna, you know, it's your it's your place, so you got to do it. Well, and then when you have a lady who, what what'd she do? Take too long of a shower, and you come to work, and you got a goddamn water bubble on your ceiling. Like that's you got to <laughs> so, take care of that. Supposedly that's what happened, but uh, there was a there was a fucking uh, pipe with a rusty nail through it, and uh, it just gave it just gave and just fucking there was water everywhere. And I walked in and I walked into a puddle, and I'm like, motherfucker, like. <laughs> Like somebody took a big shit or something, or I don't know. Like, <laughs> but then I saw where it was coming from, and like, um, I you know followed it, and then followed it through the wall, and looked up, and it was just like, sure, it was right upstairs, dude. There was this huge water bubble, and I'm glad they got it before it busted because like it would have just got everywhere. Right. So yeah, exactly. shit like that, you know. You got to yeah. deal with it. I got to call the the maintenance people and. You gotta come, you know, take care of it. But it takes time out of my day. I gotta cancel appointments if I have them, you know, like mm-hmm. shit like that. I hope, you know, most people are understanding, but you know, I don't wanna have to do that. Got you, got you. What you got, Jackson? I was just gonna say, you know, like it's, uh, yeah, I mean, my favorite part of the shop is easily the, uh, part where you know like you just it just feels like friends hanging out yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah like, yeah. like it's sure. it's a good time it's, it's super chill it's not like yeah it's not like i mean i've gone to barbershops for the longest time i wouldn't go to barbershops i would just go to great clips because mm-hmm. i was like it just felt so very like i don't know it didn't have the atmosphere that i was looking for and this place is just but yeah i mean that that difference between <clears throat> owning your own shop and like going to work at someone's shop i mean that's like I mean, that's like me coming here and doing the podcast versus me going and working for my dad during the day. <laughs> right. You know, no, for like sure. it's the yeah, same yeah. thing. It's like, well, that that's his thing and I'm definitely helping. But so I, I definitely relate to that. And I like this, like it's that it's that difference of being able to like just appreciate more. And you appreciate the little things that before you were like, oh, yeah, someone else. It's kind of like moving out of your mom's house where you're like, someone else will do the dishes. Exactly. You know what I mean? Same like, shit. It's like you move out and you're like, oh, fuck, I got to do the dishes. Yeah. No one else is it's the same shit, dude. It's the same yeah. exact thing. That's how I feel. It's like you got to do the dishes. You got to take the garbage out. You got to do everything. So. I mean, you can kind of rely on other people when when they, you know, like I can rely on Brad for certain things, but I don't want to be like, hey, uh, can you go do this? Hey, can you do that? Because then it'll start building bad habits on my part. And then I'm just going to be like, shit, I'm just going to be telling people what to do when I can just do it myself. Right. I just want to create good work habits at work. And I just want to, you know, mm-hmm. I want to be the one to like set the standard. And it's my shop, so I can do that. And that's yeah, sad, I was, was going to say, I feel like that's how, I mean, that's how it should be done. You know, you're, you're, you got to lead by example. You can't just say it and then do the complete then, opposite. Right, dude. So yeah. yeah, there's a lot of people that, you know, talk it, but don't walk it, you know, so I gotta, I'm trying to sure. show it. So speaking of like just the bar- barbershop environment, I'm very curious at what your answer is going to be about this, but how come everyone knows of like barbershop talk, but why is it like, why is barbershop talk such a special thing? And why is it when like someone is getting their ha- hair cut, they just open up 
like open up like i'll leave i'll leave cutting your hair and i'm like holy shit like i haven't even talked to my friends about like what i just yeah, talked to surgery for sure. and shit, i know, you know i know shit that like people's you know partners shouldn't even know you know what i'm saying like <laughs> i know a lot of stuff that uh, about people that other people don't know yeah. but it's confidential with me you know right. unless somebody unless somebody else hears it but for the most part it's confidential with me um that shop talk stuff is uh is like say you sit down <clears throat> say you sit down anywhere and you're sitting there for 10 minutes or something like that you're not as stimulated as you are when you're in the barber chair mentally and also like physically like you know like it's almost like a like a like a head massage right so because it's like it's this you know going on going on your on your scalp and it's almost like soothing and the the sound of the clippers are pretty soothing so i think yeah. once you fully 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 relax then that's when you kind of start opening up a little bit more and i kind of encourage that uh and i think that's what separates me from a lot of other people but i encourage people to open up because like you know, it may be good for them. I'm trying to give you a full experience where you get a good haircut and you just feel good walking out. Like mentally, physically, you just like have this like pep in your step and you just throughout the day, throughout the week, you're like, you feel good. You really don't know where it's from, but it might come from the barbershop. The shop talk is like, like, you know, you can kind of let out whatever you got to let out. Um, in a in an open space where there's really no judgment so it's like i think that's kind of what you know is what's different from you know sitting in a barber shop you get your hair cut and like just spill on everything and going to the doctor and being like yo uh am i done yet you know so, <laughs> right that's true that's true yeah well i also yeah i mean i feel like it's completely different because the doctor you sit on something where your feet don't touch the floor mm -hmm. or in this it's like you're sitting in the thing you've like or you're laying back you're kind of yeah. leaning back you're not in a weird super vulnerable position of like laying all the way down or sitting right. with your feet dangling so yeah. i feel like it's more like your feet are up you're just kind of sitting back a little your postures like, and there's it's an intimate thing i feel and it's it so it's kind of like like i walk out of there going like i don't even have to like i shouldn't even have a therapist now like i have a barber like, right yeah, for sure. And I, I feel like that. Uh, I feel like I am a lot of people's uh, therapist, and I, you know, it's cool. I like it. You know, I, I that's the person that I am. I, I like to, you know, talk real shit with people. You know, yeah, and no, better, for sure. Yeah, it was better than than real, real shit. That's why everybody watches reality TV. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, and that's why. Yeah. That's why LeBron created a TV show called The Shop, and like the shop. people are exactly, yeah. yeah, they're just getting their freaking haircuts, and people are just talking because it's see for us, it's like it's like a lifestyle. Dude. It's a it's a lifestyle for for us as barbers, um, and then it's like it's the same thing with like some tattoo artists. It's a lifestyle. It's a you know some it's the way they carry themselves. For me, it's a lifestyle. I like to build a community. I like to have people network and talk um, rather than them coming in and it's just quiet you know i want you to talk about the music i want you to talk about you know i might be wearing some nice shoes that day i want you to talk about like you know whatever it is that's trying on your mind whether it's like sports or somebody just stepped on your fucking shoe or something you know, like, 
uh, or we, I don't know, I love we, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> There's some people that don't, dude. There's a lot of people that dude, don't. I know, I know. I said it, and I was like, I actually know a few people that like are like, uh, I don't. Yeah, all, yeah a lot dude, of old, old white people. <laughs> <laughs> it really is, though. Yeah, it's a lot of older folks for sure. Man. A lot of older folks, they don't, you know. That's true. They, they used to do it, is what they say. So, Sergio, I was just curious for shits and gigs. I Googled, like, what makes a great barber. And so I'm on... Oh, the, sick. Okay. I'm on the barbershop, LV.com. I don't know what LV stands for. But, so I'm going to just read off what they have here. And you... I want you to tell me in, like, your own words, like, what it, I guess it, it means to you and if it's accurate. Okay. All right, so number one, and this one kind of, is kind of obvious, technical talent. <laughs> oh, it's a very important. <laughs> I mean, it's like you, yeah, you need it. But do you, or have you ran into barbers that carry themselves like like they think they're the shit and they have no technical talent when it comes definitely. to cutting hair? Really? Most definitely, yeah. There's a lot of those guys. <laughs> There's a lot of those guys for sure. It's just one of those things where they get a title and then they just want to, like, I'm, I am this on paper. Yeah. But you know, don't really have the skill for it. But it's like, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of people that, that do that. You, you gotta have a certain level of confidence too, because if you, if that's, you, you know, <laughs> that's the second, that's the second word is confidence. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you gotta have a certain level of confidence. If you don't. It's going to be really hard for you. All right. Well, since you already took the second word, the third word is adaptability. Yeah, it's huge. You got to be able to adapt to any situation, any type of, any type of character. When Okay. I was going to ask, when you think of adapting in a barbershop, like what do you think of? Because I think of like, oh, someone missed an appointment or something like that. Uh, if for me, adapting is like, the the variety of people like the okay. different types of the different types of personalities it's kind of yeah. you kind of have to entertain each and every one of them and you know that's that you have to like consistently adapt to everybody's personality gotcha all right uh the next which yours is uh it's a clean shop oh um, that's the that's the that yeah that's the highest standard. That's like you gotta have a clean shop. That's it's yeah that's number one. <laughs> you, you think that's the most important on the list so far? I would say so. Yeah, uh, clean mm -hmm. shop. You know you can do a terrible haircut and uh, not give somebody an infection, but you can give <laughs> you can give a terrible haircut and give somebody an infection. That's even worse. So, <laughs> got you. Um, one is which I would. I would absolutely think so. Is patience? Yeah, dude. I mean, it's 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 up there with it, you know being important, having to be patient with, but the but the personalities for sure. Gotcha. And then last one is asking the right questions. Yeah, that's that's I would, yeah, that's pretty important to the haircut because if you ask all the right questions, you're gonna you're gonna figure out what they want to look like. And what you, you know, what the haircut is going to ultimately, what the haircut will look like. So you got to ask all the right questions. That makes sense. That makes sense. But I also feel like it's like, it's on me. If I'm getting a haircut, like it's on me to tell you what I want. 
too. For like, sure. But there's a lot of people that, that are just like, eh, you know, just to trim. It's just like, all right, well, to that's me. me. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. It's like, yo, I literally, me, I'm like, just clean it up. Yeah, yeah like, to me, a trim is like, uh, here, here you go. Here's a trim. But, uh, but if you tell me, like, yo, I want a, a fade, and I ask you, you know, low, medium, or high, and you're like medium, then I'm like, okay, you've gotten a few haircuts before in your life. And it's like, that's, I don't know, that's the way you kind of know if people been to the barbershop, stuff like that. You're like, yeah, you got to ask the right questions. You got to ask. I, I don't know what the difference is between a low, medium, or high. Like, it's where, where, it's where it is on your freaking scalp. So, okay, so like, like, what, what <laughs> like, would I have? Or, like, what did you get today? A high fade. So, it starts high yeah, and it goes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, 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 yeah. okay. I've been to a barbershop, Jackson. No, I know. I just <laughs> always tell Brad a fade, and he's always like, like I was so like, see, fade, like yeah. last time. And he's like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, So, he already kind of knows. And also, you have to kind of just look at the person and see what works. Yeah. I mean, so, I always trust the professional over me. I'm like, I who am I to make that kind of decision? Yeah, but also you <laughs> you have you have to kind of know what you want to look. You know, like yeah, if you want to have it like really short, or you you don't want it really short, then you you know you gotta be like, oh well, you know, just clean it up, and it'd be like, I'd be like, okay, let me show you a picture. Do you want it like this, or do you want it like this? Like, right. You know, something short or something long. So, yeah. You just gotta ask. I gotta ask the right questions. Yeah, I guess I just Cause, yeah. Because I feel like I like to you know make sure everything is right. So if I ask the right questions, the job gets done right. You know. Yeah, for sure. All I'm right. At, yeah. And then I also I also looked up barbershop like etiquette because there's like a couple things that came into my head where I'm like, me personally, I'm not gonna show up to the shop like disgustingly like gross like if it's if it's been a while and i haven't showered like i i would feel awful showing up i'm not going to show up late unless if i do show up late i would let you guys know mm. but i'm curious as a barber like what are your pet peeves that i guess like some customers do do and think it's like perfectly fine um like when people come in sweat, like really sweaty, like, like they, they just got just off got a bike, done. like they got oh. off a bike and they just locked it up on, you know, on a pole outside. <laughs> it's like if, if you're gonna come in sweaty as fuck, at least show up like 20 minutes early so you can try the fuck off. But like that's my main one because it's it's really hard to do a haircut when somebody's sweaty, especially if they want some sort of fade. Everything gets stuck to the head. So it's oh, like uh, I didn't it, it just yeah. it just sucks. So yeah, people that are super, like I can now at this point in my career I can kind of like especially now with with the mask. There's some people that like don't shower. Like there's grown ass people that don't shower. <laughs> so you kind of have to deal with that sometimes. So now especially with the mask is a little bit easier. But yeah, it's like I gotta throw this cape in the fucking washing machine after I'm done with, with your onions, my ass. So like, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, yeah, dude, sometimes it's kind of bad. And I was talking to him the other day about like one guy I used to have at the other shop and he actually passed away. Like we, I had to like, we had to go look for him, like at his, we checked his house to make sure he was all right, but he would pass away. But he had, he would always come in. 
and he used to smell like shit, dude, like straight up shit. And like, I'd be like, yo, what, what is this problem? You know? And then like, then I found out like, well, he couldn't really move his arms. So he couldn't really wipe his ass. Oh. So, so like he lived by himself. Like I think he had like a sister or whatever that would come and help him out. But like he would always get dropped off in Ubers and like he would always smell like shit, dude. And like, I'd always be like, yo, I don't want to fucking cut Mike's hair. Like, yo, like, can I just like tell him not to come? And like, they're like, no, man, you gotta, you gotta do it, you know? Yeah. That's... And so he would get a face shave and a haircut once a month. And so I figured it out. Like he, could, he couldn't fucking touch his ass. So like, it was, it was bad, dude. Like it, you know, it was. He didn't shower. Like I had to sit there and do a shave and do a haircut, and that's like an hour. So. Yeah. Yeah, you got a guy there for an hour that you have to like disinfect the chair like three times afterwards, you know? Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, like, but do you, I mean, have you ever had to turn anyone down for, have you ever been like, no, like, I'm, I can't, I can't. No, I haven't, but I've been in shops where it's happened. Right. It's it, I have to imagine it's like happened somewhere. That's why I asked. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, is it because is it, is it for stench or is it because like the person's an asshole? Yeah, it's like, like get out. Of it, most of the time, yeah, it's, it's a person's attitude. That's what you kick the barber up is your attitude. I think that was what I meant. I didn't really need like I was just thinking like that made me think like oh they've probably had to like I didn't know if they've had anything where they've had to be like okay you got to go like I'm not not yet I, yeah not yet at this new shop but I've definitely been in shops I've been I've been a barber for almost eleven years I've worked at um i worked at four shops and i own this one so five shops in total oh that's um, awesome so yeah i've i've definitely seen some shit and I, i'm from yeah. the southeast side so it's like i come from the south side and like all the south side shit that happens with gangs and shit i saw it all and the barbershop is kind of like the middle of all that shit too you know so like you know like you know you always heard about who got shot who got killed who got Holy Ooh, shit! What what the hell was what the hell was that like? So did, I'm guessing you worked at a shop like in the in the south side. Like what was what was that like with the, all the like gang stuff going on? I mean, I knew most of them because I grew up in that area. So like, yeah, it was just like always like uh, I mean, there's like three or four big bigger gangs over that way, and they all don't like each other. So it's like, yo, you guys all live in the same fucking neighborhoods. <laughs> right. Right. And, you know, they don't like each other. Some of them are related. We all went to school together. So it's like, it's, it's super dumb, but, um, you know, it was just like, if I had somebody in my chair and like, you know, three chairs down somebody from another neighborhood, we would have to like, kind of, you know, if I was facing him this way, he would have to face him the other way. If he was facing this way, I would have to face what? him the other way. That they wouldn't catch eyes, so they wouldn't fucking kill each other in the shop. So it's like, it, that's the reason why I left too, you know. And I'm like, I don't want to be part of this shit. I don't want to hear about all this shit. I don't want. I don't have to worry. I don't have to watch my back. So that's one of the reasons why I left where I was at too. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a it's a tough neighborhood. It's Southeast Chicago. It's like South Chicago is the name of the neighborhood. Like, it's you know, it's pretty bad over there. So you gotta constantly watch what you're doing, you got to be affiliated with the right people. You know, you got to be like, you know, neutral with everybody. So it's, you know, it's a different lifestyle for sure. Does it, does it ever get just like, I don't know. Cause I'm, I'm sure there are days where you're just like, fuck, like 
something happened like outside of work and you're just like, I don't want to fucking talk to anybody. But I mean, that's like your job. Like that's part of it. It's tough, right? Yeah. Um, there is times like, um, like, you know, for example, uh, like a couple or a friend that used to work at the shop just passed away. So that day, um, three years ago, my, one of my really close friends also killed himself. He had PTSD. He was, he was a Marine. So he was like, we always worried about him, you know? So Mm -hmm. that same day, three years ago, he killed himself. So that kind of going into that day, I was already kind of like, I want to talk too much, but, and then waking up hearing about my other friend that, that had just passed that same day i'm like oh my god like it's you know it doesn't get any better so that day i had to go to work i mean i was booked i'm i'm booked like every day so i you kind of have to the reason why i smoke a joint before i go to work is for that so i could kind of just forget what the fuck is going on and just get to work so i kind of i kind of just you know, get high before I go to work. And I mean, I get high as fuck. Like I'm ripped. And I mean, I do really good haircuts. Like, I'm super good when I'm high. Yeah, but, like, I, I've seen him. He's great. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I am ripped in the morning. So like, you know, I'm just the first half of the morning for me is fast because I'm so fucking ripped. <laughs> <laughs> but it helps me like get through. And, yeah, and not really think about what's going on, and just kind of just do my job. Yeah, I mean, I always, I always book an afternoon appointment, but like not for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> no, most people that book the afternoon appointments are like, are like, you know, ready to talk shit, ready to have a beer, you know, like it's like. Yeah, fucking, I, I always yeah, try to get in on like a Friday or a Saturday because then I'm like ready to go. I'm like. Yeah. Talk shit with Brad and Sergio, and then I'm I'm off to the bar. Yep. <laughs> Dude, we had a guy today. He's one of my older clients, and he's the guy that texts me. This how he's an older guy, older Chicago. He texts me anytime he needs a haircut. I send him the information, the website. Doesn't want. He, d- he don't care. He doesn't give a fuck. Right. <laughs> so, so Gus came in today. Gus is an old school Chicago Greek guy and uh, opens the fridge and there's no beers in there. It's like noon <laughs> and I'm doing, I'm finishing up a haircut and uh, he's like, you want me? Uh, never mind. And he just walks out. I'm like, Gus, you don't know. You don't got to do that. Walks out, comes back in with a 24, starts wow. ripping rips one right away throws it out and then opens one and sits down so i'm like that's a that's a chicago guy (laughs) (laughs) so like um yeah i don't know where i was going with this i'm kind of still um (laughs) so am i (laughs) anyways uh so um so he sits down and i cut his hair like he start he starts talking about his kid, how like uh, my kid's in school and blah blah. blah and he can't wait till he fucking finishes so he can fucking do what he's gotta do. Anyways, uh, leaving out of there, he goes, dude. I mean, we talked a lot of shit. Leaving out of there, he's like, dude, you're making me want to go get a fucking bag right now. And like, 
and do some fucking drugs, like do some coke. And like, you're making me want to go do that right now. Like leave me out of here with a haircut, me smashing three beers. You're making me want to go get a fucking bag right now. I'm like, dude, <laughs> don't do that. It's only 1230. Like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just lunchtime, you know? It's but I mean, like, on a what Wednesday. On yeah, a dude, Wednesday. I, on a Wednesday, dude. He was ready to go fucking party. And, um, the cool, the funny part about that is like the guy was sitting in Brad's chair was a cop. <laughs> oh, no way. <laughs> and he goes, he's like, this guy's ready to party, huh? And I'm, we're all like, yeah. But he's a cool dude. He like, when he told me that he was a cop, he he like went like this. He's like, I'm, I'm a cop. He's like, don't say anything because I don't want people to know that I'm a cop. And I'm like, all right, that's fair, you know? And then he explained to me, he's like... He's like, it's not the best job, <laughs> especially right now. But uh, right. but he's like, you know, pays the bills. And he said it's not so rewarding right now, but, you know, that's what he does. I'm like, I respect that. Yeah. Yeah, at some point, it's, it's just a job. And then you're like, uh, but, yeah. Yeah, then you're like, everybody hates me. Yeah, that's like. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, I guess that's one, that's one profession I feel like, I feel like nobody's like this one barber I had like no one talks shit about a barber unless I'm Almost curious. He fucked up his hair. Yeah. Have uh, you, have you ever had like a huge oops moment? Like, Oh fuck. Um, like, so I, all the fucking up I didn't, I did it in barber school. Like I, okay. fucked, I fucked everything up in barber school <laughs> so I could learn how to fix it. So that's the reason why I did that. The only real fuck moment that I had was like, I, he's still one of my clients. Like, I'm doing, which is like a technique is scissor over comb. So like you're kind of just lifting up the hair with the with the comb and cutting with the scissor. And so I'm going around his ear and uh, he said something and he has like this weird twitch after he, he says something like, <laughs> so I'm like right by his ear and he does the twitch and like I close the, the shear and it takes a little small small little part of his ear off oh. well, like very 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 small like 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 a fingernail very very small enough to like bleed out a little bit you know just like a little. yeah <laughs> so i'm like cut and i go oh fuck and he goes <laughs> what's wrong he doesn't <laughs> feel it dude i'm like i just Cut a little bit of your ear. And he goes, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> and I showed him on the shear, the little piece of the ear that was that I cut. It was still on the shear. So I showed it to him. And I'm like, I cut. I, I'm, dude, I'm so sorry. And he goes, I didn't even feel <laughs> Dude, your your scissors are sharp as fuck. No, they're sharp as fuck, dude, for real. No, I mean like I, I my, like my finger, I have like like look at like cartilage damage on my finger like because of because of the shears. Cause like every time I would cut, like the shear is like this. So like oh, I always yeah. kind of catch the knuckle. So it hurts like a bitch. But I've done it so much that I've built up like this nasty like cartilage there. Holy crap! Um, but yeah, dude. Uh, so I took a little piece of his ear off. It, it, like I said, it's like a like a fingernail, like a like if you bite your fingernail off. Not even like a little piece. And I showed it to him, and he goes, "Oh shit!" Like I didn't even feel that. And I'm like, "Well, 
good, but <laughs> you are, you know, there's a little dot of blood. And he goes, he looks at it and I'm like, yeah, like just a small little dot. He goes, okay. So we have this like powder, septic powder, and I just put it on his ear, but it could have been worse, right? If he would have moved in, if he leaned in a little bit more or something like that, it could have been more. So I always kind of now after that, I always kind of like hesitate and I always kind of make sure that we're on the same page <laughs> before <laughs> I go. Uh, so that's one thing that I've learned from, you know, that that's probably the one holy fuck moment. Um, uh, yeah, I've never, I mean, I've, I've maybe I've gone up too high or too low or something, but I've never kind of like, I haven't fucked up a haircut like in my professional career. Have you ever, have you ever seen it happen at a shop when obviously it wasn't yours and the person was like legitimately like pissed? Yep. Yep. That's. I, I, I want to tell you guys a story. It's like, I, and, I, and I feel bad for Brad, but him, it made him a better. <laughs> of course. Of course. It made, him a better, it made him a better barber. It made him a stronger person. It was like his first <laughs> week at the other shop. And like this dude, this African American guy came in, and Brad's, you know, still kind of new to the game. And uh, he like wanted a certain cut. And Brad tried his hardest to do it. Um, the one thing that he didn't do was like he didn't go short enough, and that's fine. Um, but the, the you know the guy was like, "What the fuck is this?" You know, like like really wow. loud, like like spazzed the fuck out to the point where I like put my clippers down. I'm like, "Yo, if this is gonna go down, we're knocking this dude the fuck out." You know, like so like he saw that I put my clippers down, and then he was just like, he's like. He looked at me, he's like, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, bro, it's a fucking haircut. What, you know, what the fuck? And I'm like, I didn't see anything too bad. Like, it wasn't like crazy fucked up. It was just not, not to the guy's liking, I guess, you know? So he continues to like curse and like talk all this shit. And then the owner uh, was there and he really didn't like speak up. And the guy kept talking and I'm like, yo, bro, like, if you're going to keep talking, you better get the fuck out of here. Like, you're not going to be screaming in here. And it's not even my shot. It wasn't even my shot. And then right. the owner was like, he's like, yeah, man, get out of here. Like, you know, we don't, we don't, you know, we don't, we don't support that type of behavior. I might like, it took you fucking forever to say something. Anyways, <laughs> but like, you know, it was tense. It was like, you know, like, it was like, yo, what's going to happen right now? And the guy's screaming at Brad, and Brad's like, yo, like, chill. And then after a while, Brad, you know, s starts moving away from him being a barber and then comes back as, you know, himself and is just like, yo, I'm not going to be disrespected like this. Fuck you, you know? Yeah, so that's when yeah. I was just like, yo, get the fuck out of here. And that's when the owner was like, yo, get out. And then the guy came back, like, a few weeks later because I, I guess he had talked to the owner. And he came back a few weeks later, and, like, the owner cut his hair and it wasn't any better than what Brad did. I think the dude was just like, he was just not having it. For, I don't know. I don't know what his deal was. But ever since then, I just never, I don't, I don't like the guy. But I don't see him anymore. He doesn't come to our shop. So, um, and then he, he used to come in there like very demanding too. So it was like, all right, you go talk to that guy. Don't talk to me. I got a temper. I'm gonna, probably going to kick you in the chest or something. 
Can if you if you have uh if you have someone that you have not cut sit in your chair, do you get a feel of like who they are when they walk in the door or does it do like you certain- get a little bit, yeah. You get a little bit of a feel of, of who they are just by like the first few words, or if they say something first. If it's like if somebody just walks in and just like says like like yo or like you know just like gives you one of these and it's just like oh this guy's a good he's he's gonna be an asshole <laughs> or he just doesn't talk. Yeah. Do you so do you, you have, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. You kinda have to like, you know, give them the benefit of the doubt that that they're gonna be a, a good person and maybe not too talkative. <laughs> is it most is of, it frustrating? Most is it time. frustrating? Is it frustrating when your customer isn't talkative? Or are you just like, whatever, let's get this done? At that point, yeah. If they don't want to talk, like it's just like, all right, if you don't want to say anything, dude, I'm gonna give you a good ass haircut. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, for real. I mean, because they're gonna come back no matter what, because they're gonna like the haircut. So it's like that maybe we didn't talk too much the first time, but the second time you're gonna be like, Whoa shit, I like the haircut. So maybe you got some shit to say this you know the second time yeah that's awesome i mean i i couldn't even imagine just sitting there in silence the entire time just Dude, being like hard. but like like yeah like even if someone was like like are you gonna and just well my my big worry with getting like when i'm in the shop even is like i'll be sitting and talking to you and brad and then all of a sudden like you know he's like straightening out my head and stuff and i'm like oh okay so then i'm like keeping my head straight and i'm also like trying to talk but then i'm like <laughs> back into it and i'm like yeah <laughs> so it's pretty it's pretty hard creating like an environment like this when you really have to like get work done and the yeah the work that has to be done is like to the person's head that that is trying to also have a good time <laughs> yeah so yeah it could it could sometimes be be a uh, be tough but i mean we work around it we know we know how to maneuver it we know how to our chairs, you know, that's why they move. So, you know, yeah. if, if somebody's attention is like, if you're over here talking and I, you know, turn you to the straight wall, you're probably going to be like, oh, shit. All right. <laughs> <laughs> time to, yeah, time to Because it, it is a haircut. I mean, we're not yeah. trying to be rude or anything, but it, it is it is a haircut yeah. and, we're, you know, we got to do the, the best that we can. And you're on a schedule, too, you know. You only have, like, a certain amount of time with each person. Because, like, that's right. what I, I was, like, uh, running, like, 15 minutes late or whatever for my last one and then i just i was like texting on uh uh i like on instagram to you guys and i was like i was like i I was like i'm gonna be late i'm so sorry i was like i hope we don't fuck up the schedule (laughs) like all this stuff and then um like i'm like like, stuck in traffic yeah Yeah. brad was like dude is yeah you're good (laughs) yeah he was fine he didn't he didn't have anybody after you so he was like it was all good usually though usually it works out Honestly, yeah, it usually works out. And if it doesn't work out, it's like it's a bummer that you had to come all the way this way. But I, you know, if if we are booked out, it's like I can offer to get you in tomorrow. I can offer to get you in later on today or something. But it always kind of works out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Plus, like I, I never mind. Like if even if I did have to get, you know, wait like an hour or something, like I don't mind hanging in the shop. You know, right? Yeah, yeah. Most people don't. <laughs> it's, it's like yeah, you know, like. It's just like, a yeah, cool environment, yeah. Yeah. Like, today there was this dude that came in, and I'm like, I was running behind so fucking much. I, I, ran, I was running behind, like, 15 minutes today. And, like, my two last clients, they're they're my they're my homies, too. So, 
I've been cutting them for a while. So I was like, yo, I am running behind. They're like, dude, don't even fucking worry about it. Like, I like being here. You know, like, I'm like, all right. <laughs> then, all right, I'm going to be 20 minutes then. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, good, because I lied. It's 20 minutes. Yeah, it's actually <laughs> 20. So, uh, no, but, no, uh, but isn't it crazy how much like 15 minutes can kind of derail your day? If, if like, you know, you know, shit doesn't it's crazy work out. How like much that. five can derail your I, day? It is, ain't it? Like, even if you like wake up five minutes late and you like start getting into your routine, you, you know, you get into the shop five minutes late, whatever it is, it's, it, like I feel like then you're like oh it just feels weird you know what I mean it just yeah. feels it's like that pattern's broken uh, yeah. but something something I did want to bring up was you went to New York recently yeah uh, I want to talk I wanted uh, you to tell about a little bit about, about your time there and uh, like you got a tattoo from from uh, Burt Crack and he does uh, he, he does He's, he does a lot of uh, he does a lot of um, a lot of celebrities. A lot of celebrities yeah. that, that are into like the American traditional stuff. And it's a lot of like, you know, like punk rockers and like uh, skateboarders and rappers and shit, you know, people like that. So it yeah. was like, he's also like one of the best American traditional tattooers. Mm-hmm. So I like at least wanted to get like one tattoo from him, you know? Yeah. And he's, uh, he, he does action Bronson's, right? Yeah, he's did, he's done a few of uh, he's done a few action bronzes. Yep. Yeah, because yeah, that's that's what Sonny was saying. Yeah, 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 he's got a couple on his head, and then he's got a few other ones like uh, legs and arms and stuff like that. But yeah, he's he's got a few uh, for yeah. me for sure. Why do you think tattoo shops and barber shops mash so well, or mesh so well? Because we're 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 all degenerates. <laughs> No, um, I think it's it's the lifestyle thing. You know, we all come from similar backgrounds where, like, you know, we probably go to metal shows or hardcore punk shows uh, or even, like, shit, like, hardcore, like, hip-hop, like, underground hip-hop stuff, you know? Um, even, like, drum and bass. It's kind of, like, a weird scene, but everybody's so art- artistic in their own ways that they go out in their own, you know, out, like, when once everybody gets older and breaks out of their shell. They turn into tattoo artists. They turn into barbers. They turn into, uh, uh, nail techs. Uh, like a lot of my friends is, you know, like either tattoo artists, barbers, nail technicians. Um, but then there's some that like, you know, went to, went to fucking college and shit and got a degree and they're doing corporate jobs. But for the most part, like, it's like, you know, got people that, that like, you know, came from a certain scene or something like that, or just like a certain background, and um, and we all kind of get each other. I think that's kind of the thing. It's like a, it's a, it's also like a craftsmanship. You know, we all we're all like really uh, about what we do. You know, to make money. It's like we we love what we do. Uh, we love our craft. We love getting better. We love you know, watching other people do it. We like, you know, seeing other, you know, other on other people, shit like that. So it's like kind of a similar, similar profession. That makes sense. Um, I'm curious. Uh, this is kind of like a, I don't know if it's really a deep question, but we're coming out of it. So I feel comfortable asking, but what was, 
it like being just a small business owner through COVID? Oh, dude. Oh, man. I had to change my pants a lot. <laughs> oh shit my pants a lot dude. Um, yeah dude it was tough man it was tough but it was also something that <clears throat> i i believed in so hard and i i trusted myself uh like i had so much confidence in myself that that it was it was gonna happen you know it was no matter what the fuck happened it was gonna happen like i i had enough clientele i had enough what i had whatever i had to do i had enough of it by myself so i was prepared to to which which i still am i have the shop on my back but when i was first open i was prepared to fully fully have the shop on my back just because i knew you know what was going on obviously with the times but also like it's my shop and the reason why I did that was because I had the backing for my clients to do it. So if I didn't have that, I would have never done it. Like, I don't think it would have ever happened if I would, if I would, if I were to have like just like 50 to a hundred clients, the shop would have never happened. So it was tough. Yeah, it was tough. Like my girlfriend wasn't working. I was, I was like, I was the only one that was kind of, you know, that was working. So, I had to like get the shop ready, work, pay bills, and then deal with shit here at home as well too. So it's like, it was tough. It was real, real hard. I mean, it's still kind of tough, but I think I've definitely smoked the most weed I've ever smoked in the last <laughs> seven months, for sure. What's and your change, uh, change my pants? What's your favorite? What's your favorite strand? Uh I would have to go with. This is very bougie, but it's uh, Surefire Forty One. Um, so it, it's a it's a it's a small grower. It's a small batch um, out of I think he's in Northern California. Uh, he goes by the name of Surefire, and the strand is called Forty One. And that's my shit. Is it a sativa or indica? It's a in the couch. Oh, oh. and you like that? I love it, dude. I do before <laughs> before work, after work, I, during work. Yeah, yeah, I smoke. I I don't smoke sativa at all. I can't. I can't smoke sativa at all. It makes me. It makes me crazy. It makes me just too too much. I need just, I need indica all the time. Even when I wake, up, I don't drink coffee. I smoke. I smoke weed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have too much energy. Like waking up, I have like I gotta chill. That's. Yeah, I mean, I guess I never ever had energy. Like I, I even asked my mom last time I was home. I was like, you know, like when I was like, was I like like bounced off the walls? She was like, nah. If we put you in one place, you would stay in said place until we came and got you. Yeah, you were chill. Like, I'm like, I, I would just chill. I'm gonna like just sit down. So like, I guess like the sativa. I'm like, oh, let's do shit. Like I, mm. I love sativa. Mm -hmm. Like that's probably like my favorite but i mean don't get me wrong i was, like i've been with people that are like what is what is that what are you what are you smoking is it indica or sativa yeah. i can only smoke this and i'll be like it's weed yeah, yeah, yeah like you know what i mean like first of all just smoke it just chill bro yeah it'll be fine but also yeah. i'm like you know uh i do appreciate like a mix of all of them like indica i'll do it like when i'm going to bed or something yeah, but yeah, yeah. sativa sure. in the morning 
And then, like, I can also fuck with a hybrid during the day if I had yeah, to. Yeah, hybrids for sure. <laughs> hybrids. So I like hybrids. You know what's funny is, like, some sativas, and I've kind of, I don't know, I'm very picky with it. So uh, Dispensary 33, they put a menu up every day. So you can see what's there, what's on I pick through ones I want. If they don't have anything, I don't go get anything. So when they have a certain one, I'll go get it. But there's a Revolution Dosi Do F2. Uh, it's a sativa, but it's more of a indica. It's a indica dominant sativa, which is weird, but it gets you high as fuck. But it's a sativa, so it's like nowadays you kind of kind of have to just smoke it and see what it does to you. Right. Yeah. To make make sure and stuff, because like one of my favorites <laughs> is it has to be green crack. Yeah. Yep. And like uh, my mom. <laughs> I was in uh, when I was in Vegas with them. I she was like, uh, he, she handed me a gummy that she bought at the dispensary, mm-hmm. and I pulled out a pen and I was like, hit this, and yeah. then so she did, and then she was like, what was that? And I was like, green crack. She's like, I just smoked crack, and I was like, no, 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 <laughs> well, so Sergio, I don't know if you want to talk about this or not. If not, we don't have to. But a little birdie, aka you, told me about something that you want to do with marijuana. Um. Well, there's a few things that I want to do, but uh, I do want to create some sort of lounge, barber lounge, smoking. Um, I don't know what the rules are with that. I don't know how how easy or how hard it is. But I was uh, thinking about maybe doing a barbershop where you can kind of smoke as well while getting a haircut or before or after getting the haircut. You know, you're nice and relaxed and it's just an enjoyable experience. But it's also going to be like the strain, the strains that I like. And, you know. I was going to say, aren't you, aren't you in the process of like working on your own strain? Well, that, that that's what I'm, uh, that's what I was gonna say next too. Also, uh, we're talking to a couple of people, and that's also it's it's something that kind of takes a while um, because you kind of have to develop certain. Uh, you got to know what you want, pretty much. <laughs> so it's like I'm learning about phenos. I'm learning about like uh, you know how the colas, how the, the the nugs look, and how they're supposed to be look, the structure of them, and stuff like that. So. There's certain things that I'm going to be looking for, so it's going to take me a minute. Um, but I am working with this guy from Michigan, and we're trying to develop uh, a strain, a Rose Hill strain. So it'll be like, you know, Rose Hill OG or something like that, you know. Um, but I'm also talking to somebody in California to, to also kind of uh, help start that too because I would rather it come from California than anywhere else. Cause that's where <laughs> the weed that I smoke come, mostly comes from. So, um, but yeah, yeah, we're, I'm talking to two different guys. Um, I'm learning a lot about the nugs themselves. Um, so it's, it's, it's not as easy as I thought. So you have to, I can't just be like, can you make me like an OG? And then they're going to be like, oh, okay, well, what kind of terps do you want to have? Or what kind, You know, so it's like, yeah. uh, I just want it to be weed. 
<laughs> he's that good. I want him to have good. I to be that good ass. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, <laughs> but I also want it to be like good enough so when that you press it down, that the oil is gonna be fire too. You know, so yeah, it's it's a lot of there's a, there's a lot of thought. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of um, figuring out that we're gonna have to still do, but. I would say within the next couple of years, for sure. Yeah, because once you get a strain, you start getting your um, concentrates, you know, your Rose Hill concentrates, your Rose Hill uh, yep. moon rocks, dude. I'm moon looking rock. forward to the to the Everything. Rose Hill moon rocks. Everything. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 getting it's gonna get you stoned as fuck for sure. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. Thing, is that I'm gonna go for it. Is I'm gonna go for that very like indica stony like holy shit i'm ready to do a haircut like <laughs> <laughs> at least for me yeah. but, yeah. what's uh so what's your realistic thought on a second barbershop um it's starting to become a little bit more more real as uh as we get closer to like this being a year of this this shop being open and the way it looks uh the way uh people are receiving it the way uh other barbers are, you know, encouraging me and talking and saying how, how well it looks and, you know, just different people telling me that it's the barber, best barbershop in Chicago. So it's like, you know, I'm going to take that, you know, very lightly. I don't want to get, you know, cocky or overly confident, um, but it's becoming a little bit more realistic every day. I think uh, the number of people that are hitting me up to like work there is going to become like overwhelming. So, um, if that becomes a real thing, then yeah, I will definitely have to open up another one. Um, but you know, I, I, it's going to, it's going to take me another couple of years to even think about it or even like make the money to do it. So, but I feel like I definitely will have to, cause just cause like how I'm like talking to people and being real, uh, being real with other barbers and like young barbers that are in school and they kind of look up to me and they like being around there in the shop and stuff like that. So they're only going to tell, you know, they're going to go back to school and they're going to tell the young guys that, you know, that are in school about this place that they just went to. So I want to be that place that it's just like, yo, this place, you know, inspired me to, to be a, a better barber or a good barber or, or, you know, they see like really good work coming out of this barber shop. So they're going to see us as like one of the, top barbershops in Chicago. Yeah, that's dope. I mean, I see you guys as one of the top barbershops in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, we're headed that way for sure. Yeah. Just I overall, mean, you know, overall. I'm not like, you know, services are services. You get a service anywhere, but it's just like the overall feel. Um, I, you can't you can't match it. Yeah, I agree. Because I mean, I've been to a couple others in in Chicago, and they just they don't they don't. It doesn't feel like like friends cutting my hair. You know, it what doesn't I mean? feel. Yeah, it doesn't feel. It's it's yeah, that yeah. feel. It's that feel. Yeah. You gotta have the feel. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's what I'm trying to create. You know, we're trying to create community. We're trying to create. You know, help show people. You know, this lifestyle that we live. Um, a lot of people are interested. You know, so it's like it's fun and. It's what I do for a living, so <laughs> it's fucking badass. We need more barbershops with middle-aged men walking in, slamming beer, and then <laughs> filling the fridge with their own. Yeah, with their own, and then talk about how they want to do coke afterwards. 
<laughs> Sergio, how did you get into um, like wanting to be someone that cuts hair? Did you always want to be a barber, or like did um, you accidentally find it? What happened? Yeah, it was it was my mom uh, used to cut hair, so she would have like clippers and stuff laying around. She did mostly like just women, mm -hmm. but she had like she had a set of clippers, so I'd, sometimes I would like. You know, cut my own hair or something like that, and and mess around with like different, you know, different styles and different fades and stuff like that. Um, never any good, but you know, <laughs> I, you know, wanted to try. So then I would try my brother occasionally, and then um, and then I, uh, so I played music and and I joined this band, this hardcore band, and. Uh, we went on a couple of tours and we're not gone for like two or three weeks or whatever. And so I would bring the clippers with me to like cut my, like buzz my own hair down. Mm -hmm. And so I would like start doing the rest of the guys, giving them mohawks and shit like that. And uh, then I'm like, yo, I can fucking do this for a living. You know, like then I went to barber school and yeah, that's kind of how it, how it worked out. Like I used to do haircuts on uh, like at shows outside of the band. It was pretty oh, cool. okay. That yeah. is pretty cool. Like, they would be like, yo, the bass player of this band cut my hair outside and shit, you know? So, like, <laughs> it was pretty cool. But, yeah, yeah. And then I went to barber school. And then, yeah, uh, I've been a barber for 11 years now. So, my uh, my uh, my dad, when, when he would take us to, like, I think it was single A or double A, like, baseball games and then hockey games as well, mm -hmm. when – Whenever um, a goal would get scored on, well, the goalie obviously, and then or like a home run would get belted off the pitcher, my dad would always scream, "There's always Barber College." Ah, as, okay, I was gonna say, as a barber, are, do you find that offensive or is that is that fine? Um, I think uh, the I've kind of like gone away from getting offended by certain comments like that because like i know how much pride i take in my job right um but um i think no i don't find it offensive i, I think it's actually pretty funny it's like it's like one of those things where it's like yo go get a day job because you your swing is bad right yeah yeah because yeah you're, you just gave up a grand slam in the night yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. so technically you could say like go become a holy shit Whatever yeah, I know, here. dude. I need to come in and get a cut. Already? Jesus Christ. <laughs> you head ball over there, dude. I know, it's crazy. It's just like I sneezed and this happened. I was like, you farted and it just. I don't know. I just itched. Like, yeah. Because I'm you, sitting you, on a chair, it just forced everything back up. <laughs> you, you sneeze, farted, and hiccup at the same time. You got a wig now. <laughs> Oh yeah, for sure. Jackson, um, that's a good. You should walk into Rose Hill and go see Brad. Like I that. should be like, dude. I don't know what's happening. It's like the movie <laughs> the Santa Claus. Every time I cut it, it just grows. It, it even changed colors. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck happened. I know it's way darker now too. It's just <laughs> like it's it's the thickness I've always wanted, but with the keep up, I can't keep up with. Uh, I mean, it looks it looks healthy from here, dude. Thanks, man. It's, it's a good uh, one. I'll stop it. It's actually a Jesus wig. 
I'm gonna be honest with you. I bought it. <laughs> we bought it for a, uh, well, I mean, I bought it for a bit I was doing. Um, it was actually, out? I was, I was caroling <laughs> and they were like, like, it was for Christmas. It was a Christmas thing. And I like bought it and I, there's a wig over here or there's a, like the, the face merkin or the, you know, like the beard thing. A beard? Is that yeah, what you're trying like, to say? Yeah, it's like a strap on beard. Oh, like but, a fake, yeah, like yeah, a fake beard, like yeah. yeah, like yeah. It's one of the strap on ones. Too. Like, nice little strap on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Face, Jesus like, came with a strap on. <laughs> <laughs> weird as hell, dude. Uh, you knew what he was doing. I knew exactly what he was up to. Sir, um, Serge, have you ever someone that's losing their hair? Have you ever cut their hair to where they're going bald the first time? Like the first time me cutting their hair. Like, so, like, a dude's losing his hair, and he's like, mm. you know what, dude? This is the first time. Just take it all off. Oh, know. yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. What's, what's that like? All the time, dude. What? It used to be heartbreaking, dude. Oh. It, it used to be the worst, like, gut-wrenching thing that you would have to do, because, like, I'm like, fuck, I'm going to get there one day myself. But <laughs> now it's the point where I'm, like, help, like helping, you know? <clears throat> I'm like, yo, you should do this years ago, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's what I'm like. I'm so worried about. I'm like, I'm so like, my dad is bald. Everyone in my family's balding. I'm like, this is just eventually me. <laughs> like, there's no way around it. Like, the Sometimes only hope I have is is my grandfather, my grandma's father, and that's the only hope. Only hope. He had a full head of hair. Ooh. That's it. Let's hold on to that. One, one out of everyone. Everyone else is bald. Just manifest it, dude. It'll, it'll, have, it'll happen. Or balding, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, so uh, we want to thank you for joining us today and taking the time out of your uh, schedule of uh, sitting down with us on the Untied Podcast. Uh, you can follow Sergio. Hang on, we have a band. There we go. Dude, yeah, you can nice. F- Very cool. Hey, yeah. we, do, we do what we can. We appreciate you coming on, dude. Dude, I would love to come back, and maybe we, me and Brad, could come on together or something. Dude, we gotta we gotta figure out how to Absolutely. do like a, yeah, we gotta figure oh, we out. Can do it from the shop. We, yeah, 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 yeah. We can definitely do it from the shop. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Perfect. We gotta figure out a way to create our own the shop episode, and we could do. Yeah, that. yeah, no doubt. For sure, definitely. Awesome. We'll, we will definitely, uh, you know, talk more about that as we keep coming in and getting our haircut. Yeah, and, and viewers at home should too. Most so. definitely. Yeah, I mean, if you're in the Chicagoland area, obviously. Even if if you're not, not. you can fly in. Yeah, fly in, fly in. (laughs) It's worth it. I got a lot of clients that fly in. I got a lot of clients that fly in, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. Now that shit's starting to get back to, you know, people are starting to get back to work, it's starting to happen. I'm starting to see everybody coming back and shit, so it feels good. Yeah, that's awesome. All right. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you for joining us, Sergio, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see you within two weeks because that's when that's our schedule (laughs) (laughs) you guys in the next couple weeks all right thank you so much thanks Thanks, guys see you dude thank you